Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Sometimes we worry about the wrong things. We think that certain things are disasters. And the real one thing that's a disaster we don't necessarily think is a disaster. What am I talking about? Well, my good Catholic company sent me a beautiful meditation today by St. John Chrysostom. Let's hear it. It's short. There is nothing to be dreaded in human ills except sin. Not poverty or disease or insult or ill treatment or dishonor or death, which people call the worst of evils. To those who love spiritual wisdom, these things are only the names of disasters, names that have no substance. No, The true disaster is to offend God, to do anything that displeases him. Hmm. I know we got a lot of stuff going on in our lives. I've been all encompassed lately with mind, body, soul, really trying to focus on God throughout the process, but probably a little bit more on body Maybe on my mind and my soul. I guess I've, you know what? Now that I think about it, as I'm speaking out loud, meaning thinking out loud with y'all on this podcast, lucky you. (laughs) I started the catechism in a year, stopped it, went back. I'm also, you know, still praying the rosary and still praying my normal prayers. So I'm not disassociating myself from the soul aspect. And I think I'm doing okay from the sinning aspect. I'm not falling into mortal sin, but some of us are, and some of us are fighting vice. Now, all sins don't lead to death. Mortal sins do. A mortal sin is a grave sin that you know is a bad, bad thing. You know it, and you do it anyway. You can go out there. A lot of people are like, well, is there a list? There are some lists out there. I don't have a link for you. I've gone out and looked around. But honestly, you know. (laughs) You may not know that birth control is a mortal sin, but it is. You may not know that masturbation is a mortal sin, but it is. Watching pornography 
you know, all the sexual sins, any, any kind of sexual act outside of marriage between a man and a woman is what I would consider a mortal sin. Now, other things like gluttony and anger, I don't, honestly, I wonder about forgiveness because God says, if you do not forgive, I will not forgive you. Well, isn't that a grave sin that the Bible tells us about? Could that be mortal? I think it is. I'm not for sure. But if God tells me specifically that he's not going to forgive me, how in the world am I getting into heaven then? So we have to just know the word, which is why I constantly say we must be reading the word. So at the very least, just read the daily readings and ask the Lord to help you understand to open your ears and your eyes and your heart to what you're reading. Nothing may make sense. One thing may, I don't know, tweak your mind or make you think. And if that's happening, that's God. That's how it works. It's that simple. Or it's the devil or it's you. But typically when you're reading the word and if something kind of reaches out at you and you sit with it for a while. Maybe it's trying to prompt you to go do something good in your life. That is surely God. That's another way to discern. If what you're hearing is going to make you a better Christian, a better person in your vocation, a better friend, a better coworker, then I'm pretty sure it's not Satan telling you that. Who wants you to not be a good person to anyone, including yourself? So let's really assess where our sins are. And if we're in those mortal sins, is our soul really worth it? Is that 10, 15, 20, 1 hour worth of pleasure really worth your soul having flames lick your tushy for eternity in complete agony forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. I'm going to just sit here for a moment, one moment, have a moment with yourself. It's not. I can answer that for you. You've answered it for you. It's not worth it. Nothing is worth that. So if you're battling mortal sin, go to confession every time you fall. Bring Mary in. If you have not consecrated yourself to Jesus through Mary, then you must find a Marian consecration and do it. Anyone who gives themselves to Mary, who will take them to Jesus, will have so much more success. She 
healed me from my marijuana addiction at the end of my 33-day. 33 Days of Morning Glory was the book that I first used with Father Michael Gately. There's one for you you can try. Do it, do it, do it. We need Mary in the fight. Sorry, intense, (laughs) intense podcast. But my other ones were kind of all about, you know, mind, body, soul. But it really gets down to, darn it, don't you let yourself go into hell. Because there is no pleasure on this earth worth it. At all. Ever. Okay. We need that sometimes, though, don't we? Don't we need a reminder? Because... There are some of us that may not be in mortal sin, yet we're still being angry. And I do believe, honestly, in my heart, that lack of forgiveness is a mortal sin because Jesus tells us in the Bible about not forgiving other kinds of vices, gluttony. You know, you're pretty much just pooping all over God's gift of the body that you have, eating too much, drinking too much, taking too many drugs, addictions, all of this stuff. They're not mortal sins, but they're not good things for you. Remember, we should have control. We should have discipline. I think I'm going to do a video later today about Discipline, the word I love to hate. (laughs) Discipline. Immediately, you just think about disciplining a child. And discipline has never been a word that I've used. Maybe obedient. But obedient has the same kind of connotation, although it's used in a Catholic way. But discipline comes with life. I'm going to talk about how how amazing it is when you look at someone who has a disciplined lifestyle. I used to have coworkers that would get up at the at 4:30, I wanted to say oh dark 30, like 4:30 in the morning and go for a 3-mile run. They were always in shape, always had energy, ate great food, had one drink, These are people that I envied, that I was jealous of. So discipline can be a beautiful witness of God. Some people are super addicted (laughs) to health and exercise, and that is their God. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that discipline in mind, body, soul. Those bodily mortifications, that control, that temperance. Remember, if you have the Holy Spirit in you, the fruits are going to show. And one of those fruits is temperance, which means self-control. And if you're out there eating everything on the face of the earth, not moving, sitting on the couch, drinking like a fish, smoking like a bong, you know, I don't know, doing drugs like crazy and having no self-control. 
you are not a witness of Christ. That's a tough one for me to even hear come out of my mouth. So speaking of my mouth, what have I put in it? (laughs) Good segue, eh? (laughs) Well, I made it 129 hours, five days, and then it was midnight last night was my five days, 120 hours, and then nine o'clock I had a hard-boiled egg. You got to go into it slow, which is crazy because a lot of people are like, what? That's all you're going to (laughs) eat? And I'm not just going to eat that. I'm going to let that get through me. So far, I feel good. The guy who I was watching on the video, he's like, just don't do what many people do. He said, myself included, and go have a huge meal. Your body is most likely going to wreak havoc on you. And you could probably fill in the blanks (laughs) to see in your mind what I am saying. So the end results got on the scale 12 pounds. And I know it's not all fat, but it is funny. My, My husband said, you have back skin hanging on you. I'm like, what? Like, ew, gross. He's like, yeah, there's like a little bit of skin hanging where you had a little bit of back fat. <laughs> I'm like, he goes, I'll take a picture for, for you. I, told, I said, let me do it after my podcast. Sorry, I'm late today. So I laughed. I'm like, get out of here. That's hilarious. So three pounds of body, three pounds, sorry, 3% body fat loss, 1% muscle gain. And I'm not surprised it's only one. Um, I didn't do that many weight-bearing exercises. I'm going to get more into that. I wasn't eating. I just didn't think it was a good idea to kind of overdo it on the exercise at the same time. But ultimately, I feel great. I'm glad I did it. I lost a lot of inflammation. I'd wake up in the morning without having my fingers be numb. I could, um, what's the word? Make a fist and open my hands without them being achy and swollen. Hang on, I got to take a sip of water. Hmm. Thanks. And my knees and my hips are feeling a lot better. That's because the hip exercises. Just my shoulders, my neck, my back. I really have less achiness and soreness and stiffness. That's a huge thing. Sleeping, great. Don't need naps. Last night I did get tired earlier, but I went up to bed at that time and then couldn't fall asleep. So we'll see, but I am going to ease back into everything. I think I'm going to have like bone broth later. And then I'm not going to go back to big, big, big meals. I'm going to go back into keto. I want to keep the fat loss going, I can honestly, for anyone that really wants fat loss, I'm amazed. Okay, this is gross. Many women don't care about this, but sorry, guys. (laughs) But I could see my cellulite going away. And my chubby knees were disappearing. I mentioned this the other day. I want to keep 
going after fat. So I am shifting to keto. Will I stay 100%? I don't know, but I want to get my body to this level of fitness and strength. And then I'll decide. Maybe I do cycling, carb cycling or something, but ultimately I'm going to eat a lot smaller meals. And I might actually get into intermittent fasting where I just eat one meal a day. So my body can continue to burn fat throughout the day. And then I feed myself at night. And then I'll probably do the prolonged fasting once a quarter. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. We shall see. But that's the update. I loved it. (laughs) I think my husband was freaked out. In the end, we both were amazed at how I didn't eat. I wasn't a rip-roaring witch to live with. I was just normal. It was insane. It was wonderful, though. Okay. All that being said... Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, because we need, every time I say, honey, I'm going to go up to pray, he goes, just to make it today. We all know MC Hammer, don't we? You got to pray just to make it today. Get that little song in your head. And so we pray, 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 pray. We got to pray just to make it today, right? All right, let's do it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ah, come Holy Spirit into our hearts. Transform them into what we need them to be. We know our hearts drive our mind, our thoughts, our words, our deeds. We need our heart to be pure so that we can be pure. But we cannot do it without you. So we give ourselves to you today as we do every day. We invite you in and we ask that your will be done. We want to die to ourselves, to our ridiculous desires, to these temptations that we and the evil one tempt us into that we know are so destructive in our lives that don't help us here on earth, and they're certainly not going to help us in eternity. So, Lord, help us save us. You came to save us. We give you permission to save us. Mary, Mary, help us. Help us with our vices. Help us with our mortal sins. Help us to be like you, but we need your son. We ask that you take our petitions to him immediately. You know what we need. He knows what we need, and we need it now. We're desperate. We're tired of this. We know we can do everything with you, Lord. We know we can do nothing without you. So help us, please, please, today. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All righty, everyone. I love you so much. Remember, the most important thing 
is God and not to disappoint him. And that means for many of us, it's not mortal sin anymore, but it's the way in which you love yourself and love others and how you approach vices. The only way to get rid of vice in your life is to practice more virtue. So whatever it is, if you're angry, love more. If you cannot forgive, you know the deal on forgiveness. Cannot. You don't have a choice. Forgive. Give it to God. Don't let the feelings make you think that you cannot forgive. You allow Jesus to forgive. You pray for those people and you let those emotions follow. That's what it is. It's as simple as that. And if it's other things like gluttony, you've got to practice self-control. I'm telling you, this Advent season and these last five days have been such a learning experience for me. I don't know how else to say it. And I'm happy that I'm learning like a child. I'm honestly listening to my body. My body and I are friends now. <laughs> We're not enemies because I'm honestly trying to help my body. And the more I try to help my body, the more my body helps me. We're in this together. And being lazy is only going to make my pain worse. And eating too much sugar and eating too much food and not working out at the same time is going to produce the same results, if not worse results, as I get older. Sugar is the feeder for cancer. I don't want to feed any bad stuff in my body. And I'm not saying this to spout it to you. I'm just saying that the realization has come to me, all these things I'm saying. I'm learning this at 52 years old. I'm starting to love my body. That's bizarre to me. I'm starting to take care of it and know that the more that I work it out, the better it feels, the more I want to work it out because I know that I'm going to feel better and better and better. Just the little things like going on a toilet up and down with no hands is a huge accomplishment, people. <laughs> I hope you're all laughing out there. It's a huge accomplishment for me. And I want more. I want to get up from a seated position on the floor with no hands. I want to do so many things that I used to do without moaning and groaning. And I'm telling you, I'm going to share those victories so that it can inspire you too. This isn't a heavy weight thing. In other words, I bet there are a lot of thin people out there who have these aches and pains and are like, that's me. My back hurts, my shoulders hurt, my knees and my ankles, my feet. And the odd thing is we all think it's bones. Let's all take a pill. Let's get knee replacement surgery. And what exercise have we done 
to target those muscles around those bones that hold them and move them in the right place? Probably not much. But I don't know, because I don't know you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why don't we do what we're supposed to do? Okay, now this thing's getting long. Let me be motivation for you. Let me go down that path and be like, dude, you got to come. Kind of like I do with Christ. That's why I left my career. Dude, you got to find this Catholic church because it's awesome. You got to come. You got to realize your body is your friend because if you don't, it will be your enemy. And the better you treat it, the better it's going to treat you. It's almost like God. The more you go to God, the more God's going to come to you and draw you near. It's like this beautiful snowball effect. Just put the little ball down and let it roll down that hill. You'll be amazed when it get down, gets down to the bottom what your body is like, what your soul is like. And the more that you call on God to make these massive changes, even though you may have failed miserably time after time after time again, forget all that. Why? Because you probably didn't bring God into it. Real transformation comes from God. So pray him in to whatever it is that you're doing. Ask for his transformation. Grab Mary while you're at it. Okay, I love you all. Seriously, so much. I can't wait till 2024 and we could look back and say, you remember when we started? With that prolonged fasting, you know, now I can sit in an Asian squat and do Chinese splits. Like, that's kind of my goal. <laughs> Maybe not the Chinese splits, but the Asian squat. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I'm training myself to sit in the Asian squat. I think that's so cool. Anyway, okay, gosh, go on to your day. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. Find something more with God because that's really the only way honestly, and have a blessed and inspired day.